0: Yeah, can you... Fuck it? I'll leave. It's because it's going to a suspension. That's really annoying. Cool. Yeah. Man, man, man. God damn internet things. Everybody is a star. Oh, no. Oh. Up the podcast about
1: video games and beer. I'm Ben.
0: I'm here with Adam. Hey. Hey. And it is a patented Will Smith episode, because it is <laughs> just the two of us. We haven't
1: had one of these for a while. No, we haven't. At least, if we have, we haven't commented on, on Will beer. Smith.
0: Well, you can make it if
1: you try. <laughs> yeah, we can. We will. we will. We got some beers for you. We've got some games for you. Should we crack straight into some beers?
0: Yeah, so what do we got? So let's see. I'm thinking... I forget what we
1: have here. One's like a blueberry goss, isn't it? Yeah, this, this is... Or a, a kettle sour. It's, it's
0: a kettle, of, kettle sour, yeah. I yeah. mm. Probably think we should finish with it. Probably start with pale ale and then go to the saison and then go to the kettle sour. Nice. That's a bit of um. For you listeners, that's um, a nice thing to... Now you know what's
1: coming. Yes. Yes. So this is the... So this is from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Pale 31, California Pale Ale. Excellent. Comes in a 355 milliliter bottle. Slightly larger from the American uh, brewers than over here. Um, This is one of the um, offerings from the uh, latest Beer 52 box, uh, which focuses on California beers. Uh, And Lucy has had a... Beaver Town, Cross Firestone collab beer. Right. So um, I thought we'd try one as well, since I've never had anything from these guys.
0: No, and it's also, um, I mean, we've sort of, I mean, because we all have Beer Fifty Two boxes, we uh, tend to have at least, a, you know, once a month have a sampling. Um, but uh, we're very conscious that not everyone has that, um, and mm. more variety. But Beer Fifty Two sort of has thrown us for a loop given that the elements project was so interesting last month and yeah, now, yeah now they're venturing across the pond so it's um it, it gives us access to beers that other people can get mm. uh, in the listenership that normally um even when we try and do more local stuff we know that um other people can't have so we kind of were like oh let's uh let's let's not worry about it being beer 52 given that it's beer that our friends in the states can easily get and will be in other bottle shops
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've never seen Firestone um, over here in any of the bottle shops, yeah. at least in Bristol. I imagine someone gets them somewhere within the country. Plus, there's lots of beer delivery yeah. services, online mail order sort of places Yeah, that I imagine can get stuff like this as well. So the other beers we have are slightly more accessible, I suppose.
0: Yeah, and um, we'll get to them in a bit. Um, we so were. the Firestone, it's a golden, very golden, golden straw maybe, um, very clear, minimal head, um, just looking at it though, it looks quite reasonably carbonated, I mean I'm still seeing a lot of bubbles, um, nose is quite light, um, I'm trying to figure out what that that main smell is, there's, there's a note there that's basically all the smell and I can't sort of place it off the top.
1: Put your nose in so far into the glass, Almost touching the
0: beer. Mm. It's light. There's a nice bitterness to it. Yes, I am. I'm quite happy with with the hops present. I'm mm. um, given that it's so light, um, uh, but it sort of strikes you with a nice hoppy, bitter taste, which th- does fade quite quickly. Yeah, there's a slight fruitiness to it, yeah, but not a huge amount. You're kind of you're getting more of that kind of dank. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's a hoppy kind of, and it leaves you a thing. little dry in the mouth. Um, the bitterness fades a little bit. Like like strength wise, it goes from like whatever 100 percent of this is mm. to 50, and then it sort of lingers at 50. Um, but it sort of it, it fades quite quickly, and then kind of is in there in the background. Um, but yes, mostly, yeah. mostly, I'm finding I'm tasting the drying out rather than the bitterness. In yeah, the, the yeah, definitely. But because it's so dry, we're going to absolutely bang through. Yeah, especially family. because we're splitting
1: a bottle. Mm, mm. Um, I didn't tell you. There's no flavour text. It does tell me, however, that it was bottled on the uh, 27th of September this year. Uh, at 17 minutes past 9. That's no, a no, no, sorry. 17 minutes past 7 in the evening, p.m. 19.17. Uh, and it is 4.9%. Oh, so...
0: A little more than a session, but not by a lot. Yeah, not
1: much. Yeah. Not much more. It's, uh, I think maybe so that parallel. Yeah, not that, that lower alcohol is probably why it's maybe that the, the bitterness is there, but it doesn't kind of around yeah, it linger for a while. There's so. nothing to grab onto. Mm, mm. It's nice though. Yeah, quite like it's, it. it. It's, you know, saying it's um, just over that sessionable sort of uh, alcohol percentage. It, it's definitely one that I can have another of. Oh yeah, I mean, half, almost halfway through what we've poured, we'll, yeah. we'll finish a bit before we finish talking about it at this rate.
0: Yeah, um, I'm still not sure what the fruitiness is. Uh, it's not something exceptionally tropical. No, and it's not.
1: It's not big either, is
0: it? No. Mm. There's no. To, there's no to Tom out. Hanks after <laughs> in, in a, a child interacts with a weird fortune telling machine Zoltan Zoltar Zoltar I think Zoltar yes
1: yes Zoltan that's something Uh, else isn't it I think so it probably is something else yeah (laughs) I don't know where I'm pulling that from Uh, let's talk about some games 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 I tell you
0: um we played a game right after we recorded last week. I was going to lead off with this, I yes, figured. yes. Um, it's I'll almost y- like we have a share a brain. And by that I mean it's almost like we've been doing this for a 90-odd <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um I, uh,
1: I spoke about this on the new PlayStation podcast that uh, we are launching uh, and gave my thoughts. Oh, what's it called?
0: The new PlayStation podcast is called PlayStation 4. Forecast. Whoever came up with that is a brilliant gentleman. He says, knowing know. it's a gentleman. I've never, never heard of the person who came up oh, with it Oh, fuck before. you. No, I am I'm definitely claiming, the first <laughs> time I guessed, that I am the godfather of the podcast. I'm just going to say that. That's good. That's good. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, I'm going to talk like this. You have like, to do that now for the whole episode. Yeah. No, because this isn't the PlayStation 4 oh, I'm really the really Godfather tanked out. That's fair. It's just a hanger on, technically. I'll get you in for sort of like oh, a yeah. little 5 minutes. I'll minute guess on the, on the PS4 cast, and I'll be like, someone like... I can't even do it. I haven't played my PS4 for ages, Yeah. Yet. But it, December has already started, and so I don't know. Every 48 hours, there's a new deal on the PlayStation Store. By the way, every 48 hours, there's a new deal on the PlayStation 4. <laughs> until... Uh, December twenty fourth. There's a thing I learned today. Yes, I saw that as well. I Started today, yeah. the day of recording, the day of Missed our daughters. the day of the <laughs> episodes recording. Oh, I'm dumb. It's good. Yeah. With anyway, PlayStation um, forecast. Yes.
1: Anyway, um, I've given my thoughts on uh, this game, which is Knowledge
0: is Power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to ask what you what you thought of it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so it was uh, me, you, and Kim. Yep. We played a couple rounds. Um, it was actually cool. it was. I really like how. So it's a trivia game. Mm-hmm. A play link game as well. Right. Yes. So you mm-hmm. have everyone has their own phone, and that's how they. It's just like Jackbox, except you are sort of tied to an app instead of a web web page. Excuse me. Yeah. Which means you, if ever, if there were like tablets and. PCs around you can just hand those over and have everyone participate. They all mm-hmm. need a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you I, th- I, think it
1: can be on a tablet as well. I don't know whether you could have a laptop. Well, so by by a tablet, I mean, I mean
0: like user. a. Um, by tablet, I mean a regular a computer OS tablet, right? Right, like, than, like Surface Pro. Yeah, versus anything with Android yeah, yeah, can have yeah. it. Anything with like iOS can have it. Yeah. 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 Um, and then you, uh, you know, you all vote on. Um, different trivia questions and then based on those trivia questions the next set is basically three similar related ones mm-hmm. and then one sort of outlier I think that's a really smart design decision that yeah. way if everyone's really keen on sort of an area of interest we, you can stay that way but there's always an out for someone it is clever and then each player gets a, a one time of their nine rounds they get to you get to say nope we're picking mine and, and sort of veto mm. Which was smart, um, but anyway, yeah, and there's a couple of weird rounds. And every third round is sort of a, a magic one where it's, it's slightly different than the regular things and things like linking. Where yeah, match two names of bands. Yeah, you match a, a band and... to its. Um, so match a band to its album, or match mm. or sort um, whether something is a fictional character or a fictional animal or a real animal. Mm-hmm. So it's basically matching and 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 sorting of the two main sub games on the fourth and sixth levels. No. Fourth and seventh levels. Yeah, I know how math works. Shut up. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I mean, we don't have to get into gritty It's just nice that it sort of breaks up the pace mm-hmm. every three uh, regular rounds. Yep. But then yes. the last round is sort of answering questions. But you sort of are climbing a pyramid, and based on your progress, that just puts you higher on the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, everyone gets sort of double. Hand- you ha- get to handicap everyone on every round, and on the pyramid you're doubling down on those handicaps so you can catch up really well and i thought yes yeah given like the lead i had on the first time first of all by the end i, I like led off in the first half of the game by like 1000 points and mm, you caught right. up yeah, yeah quite quickly so there was only like 100 or 200 points by the mountain and then I the mountain we, was like neck and neck maybe one
1: or two steps ahead didn't that, it but not not just a huge one I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and
0: then and then that one step didn't matter as much uh, really mm. in the end um so one of the um one of the mechanics is
1: if you uh, if you all answer the yep. question correctly, uh, you all get points. But the person who answers the quickest right. gets the most points. So there were three of us playing. So yep. the, the first person, the person who answers the quickest, got 300, then 200, then 100. Yep. And you can um, throw obstacles, essentially, yep. in people's way. And... We very quickly realized that there was a couple which are a little bit more powerful... When than, combined. When combined than others. So, Gloop
0: and uh, Ice yeah. is a
1: good one. Uh, gloop and Bombs as well. Yeah. That's so, Gloop
0: basically means that um, of your four answers, they're all covered with slime. And you actually have to take your finger and swipe the slime away before you can select the mm-hmm. thing. Ice, you see all the answers... And but have to hit the ice about five times with yeah, your finger, five or six times, yeah, five or six, six times before through. it breaks, and then you can select it. Um, bombs, uh, the, the bombs aren't terrible by themselves because they're just sort of roving small, tiny bombs mm. go bouncing back and forth on the individual squares of the or rectangles of the four choices. And if you poke the bomb, it blows up and locks you out of being able to do anything further for yeah, like about seconds. a second or two, yeah. which. When it's on ice, matters a lot because now you can't break the ice. Like you still have to break the ice and then answer mm. after you've been paralyzed. And with Gloop, you're trying to swipe past, but if you just swipe quickly, you'll hit a bomb and then get locked out. Yeah, and that's why it's sort of bomb isn't like. Versus, if I see the answer, all I have to do is make sure I poke like the top left corner where there's no bomb right now, and I'll be fine. There's like a quarter of a second lag for me finding that spot by mm. just mm. bombs. But when it's compounded, you're so in like. You're, you're, you're so entrapped with the other ones, you don't notice, oh, shit, I hit a bomb. Or you end up just trying to navigate the tiny gap and then, like, tap the ice and then move your finger and tap another spot. And then yeah. you're, like, you're really um, handicapped. But um, overall, I mean, I really liked it. I thought the question banks were okay. Mm. I thought they were a good level. Um, I thought the, there was decent variety. I mean, one of the problems is we all sort of leaned towards movies Pop, pop culture movies and music. action movies yeah. and a little bit of superhero mm. Well I was like if there was if that was an option all three of us tended to gravitate towards yes. action-y movies and so I don't actually know how broad the question base is well it's uh, I, I
1: sort of uh, mentioned today that I think we only answered so we played two rounds yeah. or we, we played two games, games Yeah. Um, so we answered 18 questions Yeah. in total and um, it kind of told us how it showed its breadth because I think the first question we came up against was something like Greek mythology or, something oh, like, I, yeah, cause I totally or Greek that. literature yeah. or something like that and then it moved into mythology and then we chose a different we chose yeah. the outlier didn't we after that yeah, it we took we us in a different direction a so I think when you've got things like movies and you can stay with that which is mm-hmm. very clever but you've also got things like Greek literature yeah stuffed in there as well we also had, we saw categories which were maybe a little bit more sports orientated. Um, yeah. We had uh, one which was, um, uh, the answer was the NFL.
0: Right, yeah.
1: The next question was about, or the next, one of the uh, categories was Cowboys.
0: Yes. And I
1: picked it because I thought, oh, it's obviously about the Dallas Cowboys. I know a fair bit about the Dallas Cowboys. I'll pick that one. And then it was just about and Cowboys. it was about Cowboys. Which I really like.
0: I really like the, like, abstraction way of, um, of relating categories. Mm. So it wasn't clear that that was an outlier. Yeah. But it was. Um, such that you weren't always sure what you were getting. Mm. Mm. Um, so overall, I really like the I really liked the category dynamic. Uh, I'm actually quite um, excited to play more of the game to see more of the questions. Yeah. Um, but also, um, the one, I guess, provisors. Once you've heard the intro to the pyramid once, you really don't need to hear it again. Yeah, a lot of the um, and same with the mini games at the four and seven mm-hmm. spots. Um, I, I get it. You're trying to sort. I get it. You're trying to match. And also, the guy you hired who, to pretend to be Stephen Fry isn't Stephen Fry. And hearing him explain the same thing a second time makes that abundantly obvious. Like I found that. More grading because he was there was definitely a personaed voice. Yes, yeah,
1: I think it's a difficult thing because
0: just have a, add an X to skip in, introduction. Make everyone have to hit X if you want to make sure yeah, of it, yeah, right? Exactly. Like that's, exactly. That's that's how you.
1: I was going to say if if you have another person join you who hasn't played before, yeah. then of course they're going to have to listen to the mm-hmm. intro which we've already heard before, but the next round you play, yes, or hold down X or yeah. whatever button you want and it just skips
0: through. Yeah, yeah. And, and and if they hit X because they don't want to hear the instructions, that's on them. That's the metagame. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. honestly. Well, like, just, just hold X. It doesn't, like, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if some, I mean, I get not wanting we'll to tell you lose people works. in the instructions, but like, mm. this is not how you do it because even on round two, we've played, we're trying to play two in a row, I was kind of, all are already annoyed, like, properly annoyed by yeah, I get it because it, it's a bunch of animation mm-hmm. and a voice description, and it's not quick. It's not like you know, like it takes its time, which is great if it's your first time. But mm-hmm. it's really annoying when it's it was, not. It was about um,
1: about twenty twenty five minutes, I think, wasn't it per game? Yeah, or something like that. Which
0: means you're gonna if you're if you it's, it's clearly a party game. Yeah, your party's gonna have two or three rounds at the minimum, mm. so everyone's gonna be annoyed by this at some point. Um. Mm. So that that was annoying, um, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, I mean, until we play a bunch of it and find sort of gaps in the questions, like, like I'm, I'm assuming I mean, there's a probably a large question bank. And I, but I, until you start hitting repeats or whatever, I can easily see playing this a bunch. Whenever you sort of got two or three people, I also like that yeah, it's definitely easily playable with three people. Yes. Yeah. Very very easy. Um, I think even if it let you play it too, I would hate it because you're just throwing your handicaps at each Every round you get a That'd handicap. Interesting.
1: Maybe we should test it. I wonder, I whether,
0: I wonder whether it would um, would be the same, whether it would allow you to just throw handicaps at each other. I'm assuming you would, but then it just sort of... I don't know. I like the fact that... Um, well, especially in the beginning where it's like, who are you going to pick on when you have a choice? Like, mm-hmm. Unless there's a clear leader, why would well, like you have to sort of hedge your bets? Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so Knowledge is Power uh, I don't really like the name It doesn't really um, Unless Power is Winning Yeah But also like The more knowledge you have The better you do As you progress You don't get more power In fact, usually The laggard is the one Who gets double handicaps Which is mm, the most powerful a, Moment in the game It's a saying, isn't it? Not yeah, but power. I'm just saying It doesn't just really it, off of it. it doesn't really
1: reflect We couldn't have Buzz we Couldn't have <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire well you get it yeah
0: I mean I get it yeah it's clearly I, I just think it it's an odd choice given the style of the game and the, and the way that they, they're like it does encourage slowing the leader down and giving the laggards a chance to catch up with yeah the, they, they, they may they have been able to, uh, to have a name
1: come up with a name which maybe be better described the game I think it they yeah I think they really just pick picked out which, yeah. which people can very easily grasp
0: oh yeah I just think it's weird now that now that I'm actually thinking about, thinking about it, um, so uh, how about that uh, saison? Yes, I mean, us. It's, it's uh the cloud water saison teninger six point five percent. This saison was brewed with eight types of grain, three yeasts, two hop varieties, and chuckleberry juice in the boil. The adjunct is chuckleberry juice. The yeasts are <clears throat> WLP six four four WLP five eight five. WLP 6... Oh shit. 565. Five. Again, WLP 565. Five. <laughs> it's got the Tetninger hops for aroma and Nelson Sauvin. I've never had Tetninger, I don't think. No, I don't think I have. Um, the malts are... Good lord. A Pilsner malt, a Spelt malt, a Rye malt, Flaked Wheat, oat malt, Wheat malts, Red Rye Crystal malt, Smoked malt. That's a lot of malt. One might say eight. Um, and then uh, the Bittering hops are Pilgrim Alpha and CO2 Extract, which... I think it's the standard bittering hops of cloud water now that I've, I've started yeah, talking about it. Yeah, you see about. CO2 extract almost. And, and even pilgrim all, all yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so 6.5%, 440 mils. Um, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Thank you. I'm like, I a little worried because I walked. I wasn't sure uh, how much I shook up the cans. <laughs>
1: It's not too bad. I do remember uh, biking to your place once, and then it exploded. Just being, just so shaken.
0: Yeah, not stirred.
1: No, not stirred at all. More like shaken, Stevens. Um,
0: so it's been a while since we've had a cloud water, and actually, um, they've made the news today.
1: Yes, yes, they have. Uh, I, I didn't actually um, gather from the. Um, from the news article whether uh, the news of this had come via um, a blog post which Cloudwater like, oh, we are yeah. very good at doing uh, or how this was uh, um, how the news had sort of got out into the uh, into the world yeah and such. Um, it may have been something about a, a conference that um, I think Cloudwater's um, no, they, it co-owner was, was at. it was
0: at the um, the Brewers Congress in London this week um, they, they announced that um they have until well, June 2019 to move out of their existing sites. Yes. Um, but before we get on to the nitty-gritty details, I just wanted to tease the audience while we were pouring. Mm. Oh, wow. It's, it's a lovely a, smell. Yeah, it's a soft sweetness.
1: I had a, a Saison last night, um, which was very, very Saison in the nose, but flavor-wise, didn't. Give me much of those sort of uh, malts or spices or the kind of things that you kind of expect. That sort of yeah, with the, the, with the that saison. That summery mix that, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. a saison. So I'm hoping that this is going to uh,
0: restore, restore the saison's good name. I get a little bit of clovey on the nose, not a lot. It might be something else that just feels like cloves, but just no. does that spiciness. Something in there is quite strong. Yeah, I just can't place it. It's not close, but it's this sort of spicy hit that's familiar to cloves. Mm. Taking a big swig. Mmm. That's, that's juicy. Super juicy. Wow. Way juicier than it smells. That's a, that's a lot... That, that, that's too juicy for a Saison. Yeah, it's almost like they added a juice.
1: <laughs> oh. Of... <sighs> WLP is that the juice do you know what the fuck a
0: chuckleberry is I've got no idea okay I didn't know if this was one of those things so like in Canada we have Saskatoon berries Mm -hmm. in the rest of the world we have they're called gooseberries (laughs) 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 what Um, are they called Saskatoon berries I don't know they're prevalent in Saskatoon I guess Um, so I wasn't sure if that if there was like a a regular or alternate name no man I've got no no idea Sorry, I'm laughing because I tried to look it up and using swipe, which is notoriously bad for weird, non standard terms, um, I, I tried to swipe chuckleberry. Just decided I meant chickens. Chickens, nice. I assume it's a berry that's been cultivated by the late Chuck Berry. No, it, well, unless he's from Norfolk.
1: Ooh, I don't think
0: so. The chuckleberry is a new and very exciting addition to our fruit family, bred by Chas Welsh in Norfolk, who costs a red currant with a gooseberry and a Jostaberry. Itself a hybrid of a gooseberry and a black currant. So three quarters Saskatoon berry. I'm <laughs> oh, oh. oh, sorry, yeah. half Saskatoon berry. A, a little bit current. Yeah. It's, uh, one might it. say that bre- the breeding of a chuckleberry is a current event. Ooh so charcoal berries. yes yes so there's some sort of hybrid of a hybrid um, and that's possibly what we're tasting yeah I'm suspecting that's what we're tasting uh, I mean overall it's a it's, I hate to say this is a generic juicy berry taste yeah it is yeah it's not yeah. except yeah. tart or sweet no? um, it
1: kind of pulls a little bit away from the saison as well I think in this mm-hmm.
0: the beer itself leaves you wet your mother's is yes it was a cocked eyebrow <laughs> for those of you at home um, not exceptionally wet but it, it doesn't like it just wasn't like uh, while well, I'm trying to figure out what this berry taste is I have no urge to replant yeah completely Compe- yeah. Like, contrast that with that pale ale we had the um, Firestone Pale 31 where it was like ooh this is drying my mouth out That's I think I'll, I'll take another big swing which flew down um, Yeah, yeah very much
1: this is. Um, I'm not getting much more on the on the, the, the flavour, on the taste than this, whatever the sperry is. And there's a uh, there's a slight tartness to it. It kind of hits you at the back of the tongue, maybe. Yeah, definitely. But it's not much,
0: not much at all. Oh well. No, um, it's still quite an easy drink. Oh yeah, it is. Um, I was kind of hoping for a little more nuance, given our experiences mm-hmm. with Cloudwater in the past. Uh, but good. I mean, if you're looking for a juicy beer, actually, now that I think about it, given how prevalent these were in the um, summer, it's actually kind of nice to find a new release now mm-hmm. that inhabits that space. If you if this is your type of beer, yeah, because yeah. it seems like everyone was rushing to do a juicy. IPA or Juicy Saison in the summer, and then now there's sort of that that's a dead space given the turn of the seasons. Moving back into stouts and porters, Mm -hmm. Baltic porters, things like that. And I think uh, while that's nice to sort of swing that way, uh, there are I know people who only like a certain type of beer Mm. and sort of have like been introduced to craft beer at the right time of the year. And been really excited, and then realized that that's not a constant. So, I'll give it that. It's almost got sort of like qualities of a lambic. Very Something much like so, that. yeah. It's got that, that that sort of inherent fruitiness, mm. that tartness.
1: Mm. That's interesting. It's mm-hmm. sort of getting closer, you yeah. know, making a say but getting closer to another sort of style of beer, almost.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Mm. So, cloud water themselves...
0: Yeah so they um, I've got to move yeah so they're in Manchester um, there's a big redevelopment plan and that land has been slaughtered for redevelopment so they've been given a year starting in June so about a year and a half from now to uh, to find a new spot Mm. Um, which happens uh, redevelopment especially given usually breweries microbreweries live in sort of close to the center, um, industrial yep. zoned areas, but then, as we know, near the center, uh, is given that the entire UK is in a housing crisis, um, and then with housing, um, comes all the amenities, so yeah. everything reasonably close to town is going to get, is going to be under threat of rezoning.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the push to, um, Build on brownfield sites, which is essentially um, you know already developed sites, uh, rather than greenbelt, which is green spaces spaces outside of the sort of the the, The city town limits. limits As such, Uh, you know that's that's been a big sort of governmental push for for several years, and you know um, local authorities actually have to produce documents which say we've identified this brownfield site. Uh, this is ripe for being bought up and someone to developer and redeveloped and and stuff. So you know they may just be uh, a victim of uh, of that of essentially, yeah. and, and, and the big push to 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 redevelop a lot of areas. But it comes with a big big bill. Yeah. So it, it, it's not just them moving premises and having to set up. Again, you know, you know, taking their stuff with them, um, they also have to um, convert the existing site back to where it was when where they it got was it. when they got there before it's demolished. Yeah, which seems really odd. I would imagine that means getting all of their shit out. Yeah, but I can't see them. You know, if they've knocked through a wall, they're not going to no. have to rebuild the wall. It's not making it... I, I can't see it being making it into exactly the same building as it was when they moved
0: in. Right. I mean, that's where there's some ambiguity because... Um, so, in their announcement, they, they sort of said uh, that the land is of our brewery it exists... The land on which our brewery exists is earmarked for redevelopment, which will be great for Manchester, but it's hard for us to find a new home. I'm not sure where that leaves us. We are dirty... Mm. dude. Do- not dirty... We are, are duty-bound to convert the existing site back to how it was, even though it's scheduled for demolition. And that, that juxtaposition of that statement seems to suggest they kind of have to do some extra stuff that they feel is uh, um, unwarranted. And it's hard to tell from, from our, our armchairs, but, I, I mean, if it was a, from what I understand, on, on, and correct me if I'm wrong, if it was uh, a land that was marked in a, in a special way, then when you leave, you, you're, you're supposed to um, restore it in a certain sense, um, and maybe that's what they're commenting on, I don't know, um, but I, mean, I feel like if, if they are being told to restore it, given that it's being going to be crushed, they should be able to appeal to the council and say, I'm not, I'm going to take my shit away. I'm gonna make it so that it's empty, so like of, of my shit, so you just take the building core. I, when I can't, you crash I can't it. see this yet. I can't see this being anything other than them having to remove
1: everything that they have bought in. Which? Uh, it would make absolutely no sense. Wow, but we're still talking about councils, right? Yes, we are, but who benefits from it?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm just saying.
1: No one. It takes more time. Yeah. If they, If there was works that they had to have done. Yeah. That takes time to do that. It just—it's yeah. it's a very odd uh, uh, statement to make. But I think from what from from that statement, they're essentially saying that they are going to have to have a you know larger bill than anticipated for moving out.
0: Yeah, and and, and so their their estimate is that it would cost at least three hundred fifty thousand pounds to just transfer the brewer's existing infrastructure to a new site. Mm. Which, um, although Cloudwater's been quite successful, that's liquid money versus invested money. Yeah, so okay. it's not their net worth being over 350 It's that they, can, they need 350 cash in hand to pay people to move everything. Also, keeping in mind that moving everything means halting business and therefore generating revenues during the time it takes to move that stuff. Mm. So, despite the fact that Cloudwater's been doing quite well this year, to the point that they're actually having a problem with um, duty... Um, which I'll touch in a second. Tax, yeah, Yeah, tax. Um, they're in, a, in in quite the pinch because they. I mean, you would just have to have a lot of money just laying around to do this, and to be able to hold off making money in for the few months it would take to transfer. And it would be an interesting thing to see in the future whether they go down a sort of like a crowdfunding
1: route, something like that, to help them with costs towards yeah. moving and things like that, to be able to raise that. Uh, you know that. that. That capital. That capital to be able to go somewhere. Uh, you know, crowdfunding has been successful for lots of breweries. Um, I mean, obviously, it means getting something back as well. This would be money that that couldn't go towards something like T-shirts and things like that. Yeah. It would be money that would have to go into them moving.
0: Um, so, the one thing that they do say is um, that because they, they are being so successful, they have aspirations of production. And so they're trying to, um, if they have to move, try and move such that they have bigger capacity. Mm. Sort of, um, so as they put it, uh, because of our production aspirations, we're going to jump from a little bit uh, over the small breweries relief to some way up, on the escalator. Um, the re- wonderful thing about the relief afforded smaller brewers is that we get this tax break in the first place. If it didn't exist, I don't know how we would do this as a business. So basically what they're saying, by the escalator, I, th- I believe they mean sort of as you um, grow your business, you, get, you expand in a certain way. And they're saying, given the way their business is and, and this big wall that's in front of them, they're going to just hop a few extra steps on the escalator to be able to produce more beer mm-hmm. in volume um, per, per calendar year with a, higher, a larger infrastructure. But because of the tax relief... Um it might push it a little bit too high. Yeah, so um there's a five thousand hectoliter relief that that once you so basically once you break five thousand hectoliters um you get sorry, underneath that is sixteen percent. Um if you if they hit ten thousand hectoliters they think they'll have a twenty eight percent uh increase in duty because That's a lot. Uh, yeah. So suddenly, everything they do is 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 a third more expensive. Mm. Once you pass that initial five thousand hectoliter um, barrier, and then suddenly it's like okay. So, but they're in this weird spot where they they have become quite an indie darling, and they are all over the place. They need to move. They have the ability to, well, they have the opportunity to increase to match the demand. Mm. Because they have to move house anyway. Yeah. Um, and that's a non negotiable for in, uh, within 18 months. But by doing that, everything gets more expensive. And if they don't grow past that 10,000 mark, then the extra duty on the gap might actually make them make less money in a time where they're having to deal with this extra 350,000 pound expenditure. Well, not just 350,000
1: expenditure, plus the loss. The loss and the rising costs of materials yeah because of ultimately because of Brexit wait what's that oh dear this is, this will be episode 100 It'll just be me moaning about, about
0: Brexit. Brexit that's what it's going to be we've actually done pretty well about not being like what the fucking balls people also do you know how bad this is This, no, don't is worry, bad it's, coming. this. it's coming it's okay. coming wait till the does what, what is, that, is, is that is the that is that a
1: divorce settlement? Wait till we wait till oh, we know no, what uh, what's actually happening, rather than it all being clandestine behind doors. Before we will speak. we ever know? Right. No, we no fucking.
0: Yeah. So then we'll never have that episode. Thanks, Teresa. God, ruining it for everyone. Hashtag May and December. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, so we thought it was interesting because we, um, not only did this sort of um, highlight uh, some some possible future troubles with mm. a, a brewer we all like here at Sancta, but also I thought it was a good window, given all the things that are going on, yeah, um, yeah, to to just how what the balance is for a craft brewer in the UK. Very much, and it's not a conversation we've ever had because we don't know the numbers, but
1: what differentiates between micro, macro.
0: Craft, craft yeah. you know those those sorts of things. Well, yeah, and like where, like for example, we we've known sort of in the back of our minds that there are tax breaks for mm-hmm. small brewers, but to, to to find out from the facts of this uh, of their statement that like there's a there's a threshold of five thousand hectoliters, yeah, yeah. and that when you pass that threshold, like for example, doubling it down, that you're you're really hitting a large duty and um, tax problem, mm. um, means that like. There's a significant gap between successful craft brewers and large, giant corporate machines who can easily absorb that because of pure margin. Very much. And something
1: to do a little bit more reading on as yeah. well. Uh, but also uh, uh, to do more reading on in the gaming world because I know that um, game studios uh, developers get tax breaks as well in the UK but I don't know whether that depends on size right uh, you know do EA do, they sh- do their arm over in the right. UK get tax breaks versus I don't know, like Hello Games you know those, those yeah
0: things. I guarantee you EA is getting tax breaks mm, they're getting mm, tax
1: breaks all over the world and just absorb 3.1 million or whatever the fuck it was <sighs> might be even more than that 3.1 billion 3.1 million I think it's paying yeah. it.
0: uh, well, let's uh, open another beer yeah yeah so so um um Help some friends out and have a cloud water.
1: And buy small indie games.
0: Yes, buy, buy small indie <laughs> cloud waters. Also, we're going to just have to make a, a gaming studio called Cloud Water just to, to muddy the waters even more. It's
1: really awkward and difficult, yes. yes. So uh, what do we got here? So the next beer we are drinking is the Devil Berry. It's a blackberry and black lime kettle sour, 4.9%. This comes to us from Left Handed
0: Giant. Yep,
1: Bristol Brewery, and Track Brewing Company.
0: Yeah, so I I picked it because it was a. a, I mean, we all we love our collabs Mm -hmm. here in Tank Dept, but also I've never heard of the. I mean, obviously I've heard of Left Hand Giant Bristol, local, but I don't know what the fuck the other thing is. Oh, I've never
1: heard of Track either. No, Uh, the only information we have is that it was canned at Left Hand Giant. Yeah, that's it. Uh, The ingredients are malt, hops, yeast, blackberry puree, and black lime.
0: That's it. What the fuck's a black lime?
1: I have no idea. We have no flavours next.
0: Nope. That is it. Yeah, it was a very... I mean, it's a very uh, aesthetically appealing can with sort of pink tones with a blue fucking devil guy. Mm. Um, Where the pink is clearly like lava, something, something or other. Um, honestly, it was a... Wow, that's an intriguing-looking can. Oh, it's left-handed Giants collab. Cool. Nice. Which is, again, one of the wonders of... Um, having a good bottle shop is, so this was the corks of, of cotton. mm mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you, you can, uh, oh, wow, that is, look at that color. Pink fucking beer. That mm. is, so there's, there's a lot of the puree, obviously, in there, because there's no beer color in this. No, no. no. Um, I, I'd had the, um,
1: oh, shit, who'd made it? Duggars and, uh, Wiper and True, mm. um, Kettle Sour, um, A few weeks ago now, but it sticks in my mind as a beer which I didn't think I would like, uh, but actually really enjoyed. So I think Uh, I think
0: we we this past few few months I think Tank that has grown to understand sours in a certain way. Yeah, I mean I think honestly um, the sours we got from Wild uh, Rose were like so lightly soured. Was a good. um, good indication oh yeah sours don't have to be a punch in the face of sour mm. and then all the sours we've had in between have shown that like oh yeah you can appreciate the sourness and then now I believe if it's a well crafted even punch in your face sour I might be able to appreciate it yeah we're definitely growing for sure. yeah. yeah we should um, see so it is it looks like fruit punch um, it is opaque so I can't actually see the carbonation but it has it seems to have a permanent sort of half finger of head yes you know, um, it's
1: sticking around as well
0: ooh it smells so the um, a little dank the the
1: white and drew kettle sour smell very similar they mm. I, I know I, I can't remember exactly what was in that they were going for sort of that red wine kind of feel right um, so and I'm a, not sure whether it's a quality of kettle sours but you kind of almost got this burnt
0: yeah kind of smell in there like a like a, like a burnt sugar just mm. a slight burnt mm. sugar mm. um with some, some dankiness and then honestly just a hit of sweetness. Like, no, no not really... For me, the sweetness isn't sort of that discriminant. Mm-hmm. Like, considering it's obviously a fruit juice, fruit something, I'm getting a lot of fruit out of here. I'm getting a combination of that dankness and a little burnt... little burnt sweetness and then just, just like a, hey, by the way, sugar.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. What's this, what's this bad boy taste like? It's a, It's one of those that you kind of think... I've I've clearly made some kind of uh, category mistake. A high, hybrid kind of. It uh, is. Mixed, um, I've mixed blackcurrant and orange cordial together, and uh, it's, a it's um, It is strong. Is it? I took
0: a tiny step. Take a slightly bigger one. Mm. It's an eye opener. So the, the tartness isn't like a punch in the face, but a boy does it just make you go whoa. That's tart. It's almost like a bold sweet. Yeah, kind of. Like you say, you're not hitting the face. It's like, yeah, it not punch a in the tart, face, it's, but it's quite. But it's there. It's but vibrant. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost a little bit of that fruit. The, the 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 finish is almost a little nutty, though. Yeah, it is, which is yeah. super weird to me. Like it's a nutty finish. Hmm. I mean, you get that.
1: That fruitiness, that tartness, comes in, and yeah, it kind of turns almost into a nutty finish. Super. That's an odd flavor. That's an odd transformation. Mm -hmm. You kind of you do get a little bit of that. Maybe that's that burnt kind of flavouring coming in.
0: Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's kind it's kind of like a yeah, you're right, that burntness is slightly there with the danous. Like not like almost like a like if you threw a few roasted almonds into a pack of almonds, like just just a little touch of mm. whatever whatever's there is also some of it has been roasted, but not all of it. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Also, I need to oven roast some almonds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was this? It was uh, it four point nine percent. Well, I couldn't tell. I, at least honestly, I have no alcoholic like conceptions with this. It's, no, not so much. So much going on yeah. that. Um, tanked up. Top tip. Uh, almonds tray drizzle with um, tamari or soy sauce ideally tamari it's less salty a little bit of cayenne roast it in the oven fantastic party treat nice yeah
1: ooh are we having a tank of Christmas pie yeah sure <laughs> I we
0: are we are here we are <laughs> if you want I'll, I'll fucking make those <laughs> do, it. Do, do it yeah i have awesome. those, those nice nice
1: more gaming stuff oh shit yeah have There's you played a game I have played a game what however I'm, I don't really want to talk about it too much
0: because I'm, I'm not even halfway through at the um, moment is it on the Playstation or are you waiting for the Playstation 4 game <laughs> no I'm not waiting for Playstation 4 <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I like how that turned a little handicapped it, in the middle it, <laughs> I'm sorry about that it, it, I am playing on the Playstation 4 but uh, is it an
1: exclusive it's not an exclusive uh, it was available on all the things, maybe not quite on all the things, uh, but it's a year old. It's Dishonored Two.
0: Oh yeah. So I, uh, I, I think I either own it or wanted to. It's on my Steam wishlist.
1: It's it was on my Steam wishlist. Uh, right. I uh, when I picked up the bundle, the you know the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. oh shit! I haven't said all the tags up. Did yeah. I say it last episode? I've got a PlayStation Four. Yeah, we totally talked about it last week. Oh fuck! I, I, I don't fucking remember. Um, no, it was
0: like an entire segment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So. I got FIFA 18. I'm not a FIFA player. Yeah, I don't really want I'm, I'm annoyed FIFA. that
0: I forgot I owned it um, and <laughs> didn't, didn't sell it until until I was like, oh, I should sell this now. Oh, no one's gonna want it now, yeah, yeah. man. Oh, that's a shame. That's yeah. a shame. The
1: the box for FIFA 18 because it was the FIFA 18 bundle. bundle it says like not no, for resale. So Alex has bought it. Oh, uh, original tag Up member, Alex yeah. Manhas. Has uh, has purchased it. I forgot he had a PS something yeah. or other. He's, he's picked up a PS four. Yeah, he picked one up a few months ago. Like six months ago, yeah. And um, so yeah, he's 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 picked it up from me. Good, excellent. It's good that games. is gone. Whilst I was there, I said, "What games have you got? Let's have a look." Dishonored yeah. two. So I'll uh, I'll borrow, I'll borrow that. Yeah, one of those games I've wanted to play from, since it um, since came it came out, yeah. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying it.
0: Excellent. Builds well on the foundation that Dishonored uh, put out. So, can I ask, um, are you trying the no-kill run no. right off the bat, no. or are you just trying to like go through the game?
1: No, I, I thought i just experience the game, um, Cause cause I, kind of play it as I wanted to play yeah. it. Um, I'm playing as Emily, so you can either be Corvo, which was yeah. the character from the first game. Why would you pick the yeah. same dude? Yeah. Or, or Emily, she's got a different set of powers. Yeah different character she sees things and gives a lot of uh, flavour text in sort of different ways than Corvo would Yeah, great character really enjoying playing her enjoying the powers that she's got and I'm I'm, I'm just enjoying the game it's fun excellent. to to just have a game that's kind of sucking me in yeah excellent things. that's exactly what you want
0: yeah yeah I uh, haven't had one of those in a while um, I don't think I've had one since uh, Horizon what about
1: Hellblade Hellblade I guess, was Hellblade, it more of an experience Hellblade,
0: versus like sucking you in so it,
1: it, it sucks me in but because I played it in such short chunks well it was a short game as well but it yeah. is but I was I was only getting maybe an hour and a half per session because it was so intense whereas Dishonored oh. is kind of a game I can play for an hour, I can put it down I come back a bit later for a couple of hours, oh, put it saying. down.
0: So, it, like, you got you actually because Hellboy was so intense, you couldn't actually get sucked in. So, there was this weird, mm. um, it's a beautiful, I mean, Hellblade, yeah, it's a brilliant game, but because it was so intense, you didn't have an urge to continue, and so that kind of kept you at an arm's length. Almost, almost. I, I sort of had an urge to continue, but but also I, life, yeah, well,
1: life, but I also knew that if I did continue, that it was going to be that same. You know, and it, it's what they were going for. It's oh, that yeah. feeling that we going for, That sort of anxious kind of feel. Not just the anxious feel while you're playing, but that anxious feel to kind of go back to it right. almost. Uh, which, you know, it, it, it's such a beautifully made game. Right. And they've done so well, uh, Ninja Theory, at, at making you feel what what how the they characters? want you to feel.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've actually been kind of a. I really want to play it, but I'm kind of nervous about. Being thrown into mm. an anxiety treadmill. Mm. Mm. Uh, don't it's really heavy. One though. It's yeah. heavy. It's very heavy. Uh, we'll talk more about Hellblade I'm sure. It's yeah,
1: yeah. end of year discussions. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: Um, yes. But that's really good to hear. I mean, I think. Uh, I think maybe just the year it was crop of games, but I think it's mostly just the three of us had sort of. Different um, times to put into games, mm. different lulls. Yeah, um, very much that I haven't heard that story of this game sucked me in in, in a fair few months. Mm. Um,
1: I, I think it's well it's well written, it's well paced, the levels are done very well. So uh, essentially, with most of the levels, you, you do one area per mission and then move on to another. Right. So you can kind of do all of the bits that you want to do in that small area. Right. You can survey where the the, the enemies the, are, yeah. where the uh, white walls, which is something that's come over from the previous game, essentially yeah. it's a, a gate, which is a barrier you can't yeah. go through it unless you do something to it, rewire it, or take the uh, fuel yeah. away. Um, or find another route to pass yeah. by. It is one of those play-your-own-way games yes. as well. And Hence using, why I asked, uh, yes, are you trying exactly.
0: to do a... Uh, a full stealth because uh, you can uh, both Saundered 1 and 2 not that it's easy mm-hmm. but you can do no kill runs where you have abilities that allow you to knock the right people out so it's, it's a combination of stealth and your limited ability to knock people out for a certain amount of time so you can get through the level yep. um, with them unconscious rather than dead.
1: Yes. yeah. Um, so you can do a non-lethal yeah. run through. And I kind of felt that uh, Emily she's the queen of the islands. Yeah. I, I, I have felt as a character, she probably wouldn't kill many people, people yeah. but she gives you a little bit of flavor text that says she might
0: be okay with the odd kill here yeah, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and you know, I find a elite guard and I put them down. Yeah, know? and uh, I'll go around and I'll non-lethally take out sort of I some people. people. Yeah, but in some situations, I think like, you motherfucker. Well, so when play- you see you see other ca- you see characters, it plays on your emotions. But so you see characters. Push like civilians into a light wall, right, and disintegrate them. Yeah. So you think you're fucking going down, man? Yeah. That that's how it sucks you in. It's it's written very well. It's paced yeah. it very well to give you those small sort of vignettes within
0: a, a, a level. Well, yeah, and, and the fact that you um you obs- it does. I think or at least I haven't played two, but one even um because like you said, you you observe characters in situ you mm. interacting with other characters which allowed you to judge them according to whatever your moral code was, because we're moral relativists um, here on (laughs) Time Top. Mm -hmm. That's what this honored us about. So, like, I never did a no-kill run, but I did mostly stealth, Mm -hmm. very few kills. And I never felt bad about the kills, because they were either on, like, hired gun soldiers who are there to stop me and kill me, or fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And so... And then, like, the game is, at least Dishonored 1, was it written and designed such that there was a path which was mostly stealth, non-lethal, with these, like, obstacles. But if you were like, I'm okay with killing assholes, it was doable. Yeah. While, obviously, the non-lethal entire run is, is really hard. Um, it, You'd have to take... I mean, I, I don't think I'm quite patient enough
1: to do the to do the non-lethal run you have to wait you have to watch where everybody goes you have to know their yeah. timings and know when you can take someone out without alerting anybody else and hiding oh, their yeah. body somewhere and all of those sorts of things and I don't have the time
0: to do that yeah. so my yeah, first one it's a different it was, game Yeah, but that's why it's great right mm. also although you can do a full fledged kill run on Dishonored 1 and I suspect 2 it's not easy to do like if you just start killing people willy nilly you make things tough you do it does it affects the world yeah that's
1: one of the really cool things about solid uh i know that death of the outsider came out mm. a couple of weeks ago and i've seen it advertised it's a new character and right. i was very interested in that and it essentially made me think i really need to play the solid too." yeah and then you know, got fortuitously to yeah. alex had it and so i thought yes exactly that's, that is what i want to play um so it's kind of I didn't want to just buy Pick up Death of the Outsider And play that Yeah Because I kind of thought Actually I, I want to play See the this original. story yeah. through and, and, and continue on Even though Death of the Outsider Is a standalone Right It's one of those DLC one of those Weird
0: Mini game Don't need to play The original game But need to own it mm-hmm. In order to play Yeah very much But I think I'll hold um,
1: Well we talked about it Quite a lot yeah. But I'll mention it At least maybe Next episode, if I have finished it by then, or the episode afterwards, you know, I want to play the entirety of it to see how it, how it held up, how it 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 finishes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of games you can go through. You know, a game like Uncharted, you know, indiscriminate killing. Yeah, completely. But you can go through something like Uncharted. It's a fantastic game. Then you get to the finale, and it kind of falls down a little. You know, Uncharted Two. Worst boss fight almost in any game yeah. ever
0: created. So I wanna see how this this finishes. Yeah, it's same, same thing, um, I'm just gonna remind you that you played Spec Ops the line mm. you finish that? No. Oh I haven't. You, well, that's a shame. Because because specifically because why didn't it I finish builds on itself um I know why I didn't finish it. Hand effect, I had to review, oh, review right. hand effect two. That's um, why I didn't finish it. Um but yeah, because um, the repercussions of what you do are built upon mm-hmm. Um, In the later acts. And you get a real feel for. Oh this is what I I did. Mm. I personally Mm. as a character. Because I made this choice. Whether or not you had. A real real choice. But like you you did the action. You actually did the action. That triggers this horrible resulting time. Um, So um, hopefully. I'm just going to put some pressure on you. To try and And um, finish it. Finish it before we do our. Year end episode mm. 100. Because I think even though it's not in the contention right I think it, um, it is one of those games that it, it, I think if it, it will be remembered as a turning point for narratives yeah very much and I I don't know how far through I am here um, about um, somewhere between well, half and two thirds
1: I, I hit I don't um, remember enough the how far past that did I get so the opening of the game is you in a helicopter yeah and I've hit that when you go oh, back say, to yeah, playing it yeah. within the you know, within, I think I'm a little bit further than that uh, so I don't think there's a huge amount left for me no, to do no I think do. you're probably
0: pretty close
1: so yes it will be something that I do and you know we've we've never really been kind of like game of the year people this is the best game that I have played that has been made in this year Yeah, we're very much more this is the best game I've played this, this year, year yeah. irrelevant of when it was made so yeah it
0: might, might crop up yeah um, and I, I think that's um, also really handy especially if have a pc Mm. and taking a break for gaming or just haven't played all the things i think that's why we are a good place to visit because we get we still talk about old games because hey shit we we all have backlogs and sometimes there's a thing in your backlog that you don't realize is really pristine and great
1: completely and sometimes you know that at the end of the month you've only got x amount to spend on games why not steam sale coming up yeah why not buy that
0: Excellent game from two twenty eight. Exactly,
1: I'm going to buy this one game that has been released this week. I'm gonna buy these six games that, that everyone awesome. says are brilliant. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Before we finish.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. Star Citizen. Oh fuck, are we gonna talk about that? Let's talk about it because oh, it's, that's a, it's, it's 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 insane. So Star Citizen. You know we're insanity um, so I think What do you think? I think you, know? you should tell us what is Star Citizen doing this month that's insane? And then I will tell people about Star Citizen's insanity in general. So, uh, it's is, a game. So, it's, it's Star Citizen again. It's in development.
1: Oh, dear. Um, and it's essentially selling virtual plots of land. Yes. Which. So, for, so sorry, sorry. Virtual plots of land for real world yeah. currency. You can buy a, a, a four-kilometer squared parcel of land. Oh, for forty-eight pounds. Yes, for forty-eight pounds. So there's a, a fucking forty-eight quid. Yeah. So there's two land claim licenses available. The standard costs forty-eight pounds, and it's a four by four-kilometer square. The second is a, an estate version, which is an eight by eight-kilometer version. The price of that is the £96. So you can spend almost £100 to buy virtual land. And you can do
0: what you like with this land within well, the parameters of the game. Hold on a second. Um, I'm going to stop you there, oh. Ben, because um, this is not unknown. I mean, you can have land in, in um, other games. So uh, quick backstory. startism is sort of like uh, EVE Online. Mm-hmm. Um, it's massive multiplayer m- space epic yeah epic space um, persistent world by the wing commander guys mm-hmm. uh, it's been in development for five years um, and the, and but what's very important to note is you are buying the license to claim land when land becomes available <laughs> in the game that's right folks you can spend 48 or 96 quid to not buy thing that exists because their game in their development phase does not have the ability to sell land nor or develop land or anything. you are buying the um, potential the license to claim a plot of land that is either four by four or eight by eight kilometers um, and they've been very clear that this will be something that's purchasable within game currency okay um, which I I'm happy to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you can bypass that with real world money. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's the, a bit of a happy medium between pay to win and not, it's not clear how easy it is to accrue money. So it might end up being pay to win if land is that acceptable.
1: It all depends what you can do with this. Yeah. Land,
0: doesn't it? Um, which they've, they've, pay, they've hand waved certain things about like putting up a shop and not worrying about that shop being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, not they've, they've uh, assuaged users who won't buy this by saying there's going to be billions of square kilometers of available land on various planets, and depending on if you want a nice view or being close to hubs or farming or mining, you'll have different values. So you don't have to worry about um, the the best land being gobbled up by people who are willing to pay money now. Having mm. um, mm. said so that. At no point have they said, oh, yeah, by the way, the land will definitely have all of these properties that we've just described. Because Mm -hmm. it's not only is it fictional, virtual fictional land, but it's actually fictional fictional land because none of it exists in viable (laughs) format. (laughs) They are selling you literally the idea idea of Mm. buying something in the future Mm -hmm. in a virtual world. Mm -hmm. So essentially what they're saying is we need money in development. and And they've actually been, I mean, a little upfront about it. They've just sort of said buying this is helping development costs. Full stop. Which would be okay, except for that Star Citizen has been in development for five years, Mm -hmm. and in that time, uh, I know Ben, you have no idea about this game. Um, So I know a little, but yeah. So it's like an Eve competitor. Videos, yeah. Uh, It's Eve competitor by Wing Commander people. Um, For most of its life, they have sold blueprints to starships Mm -hmm. that are not available in the game as a means of generating revenue such that people will go into their hangars and view jpegs of ships they cannot build and cannot have access to but represent when this thing becomes apparent in the universe the model is made you get you will have this Mm. so it's hard not to join the dissenters yeah. on what the fuck is this because they have now just expanded their virtual assets that don't exist mm-hmm. like sell selling, sailing sailing selling of virtual assets that don't exist to people um in an effort to continue development time and development costs which again i don't have a problem with when you're up front but at the same time you're going back to the trough over and over with different ships, and now you're saying, not only can you do this with land, but apparently land will be a thing in this world. But like, it's a different ball game. Like when you're playing a space fighter, then you know ships matter. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying land might matter, but it doesn't right now, and we're not being clear on what yeah. does matter. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently they. I think in an effort to show legitimacy of this thing, they mentioned in the article, in their press release, that um, your land can have its, has its beacon shot out, in which case it won't show up on, like, advertisements in the solar system. Oh, yeah, right. But you can re- you so it's in your best interest. To, so the worst thing that can happen if you as a landowner is someone shoot out, shoots out your beacon and then you will not appear on yeah, the no system. one comes along and until you should rebuild or, yeah. your beacon, which is what you should do. But they can't, have permanent, they can't like annex your land. Mm-hmm. But this weird revelation just shows that like, oh, so a bunch of assholes can, can continuously harass me on this land that I'm paying 96 quid for, such that in a year to seven years I'll be able to make, and yet if it's like, I'm gonna sell a bunch of shit I mined on this piece of very valuable property, which again you can add add infinitum at any point to dilute whatever. But let's ignore that part. Then a bunch of assholes could just shoot the beacon out every time and have to pay to have that matter such that not only assholes, your
1: neighbour who's selling the same fucking shit as you and wants people to come to, to them. Well, yeah. It's it's a very interesting sort of revelation. yeah, and it's an interesting idea in terms of when the game is finished and releases. Do they create an open market for land? Land, and so it seems I mean, like, especially when land and uh, you know in the real world, land and housing and buildings are very much uh, uh, determined value-wise on a supply and demand yeah I mean, basis. With a with a virtual piece world, of land, yeah. that's infinite if the developers go well, we'll just make another sector over here with 50 50 50 more planets planets. because
0: if the population does what most people do which is settle around a core Mm -hmm. you'll have high prices around the core and it will get diluted as, as the world goes on but in a way that's not like the real world they can always add more systems Yes, and like nothing's to stop them from saying there's a wormhole from the core to this far off sector such that I'm now it's seven. Like H- planets. two, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but like I'm seven systems away. Yeah, it's so the core it's in 40 th- minutes. It's it's close. So this is worth something. And then they're like, oh yeah, but now there's a direct line to this other neighborhood, and it's actually quicker for people to travel. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's seven systems away means shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. In like that's just the way it is. But like the fact that they've got this weird level of planning to. You will have a beacon, and that matters to like to the detriment of your land, mm. which we don't have in our system, and we're selling to you for real money, is such a like, the That statement, having that in that, is such a weird juxtaposition, and really sort of betrays the fact that they just need money. Yeah, I don't like this. this. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. It's a,
1: it's a weird... Dare I utter the word? It's a weird microtransaction. Not so micro if you're buying an 8x8. Well, it's not a micro. Somewhere. So <laughs> so I think the big Actually. thing
0: about Star Citizen is it's got a rabid fan base who's really angry at people who dissent against it. Like, there Fuck are a pe- few you, Star Citizen. Yeah, so there are people who are... Our document have spent more than $10,000 on this game, on the assets of this game, which isn't Insane. released and isn't... like. And the and the things they've spent money on aren't available in even the shitty version of the game that they're at now. That's that's sort of why I was like, You don't own a lot of what'sn't right? Yeah, it's because there's a lot of I own the right JPEGs in the garage. One day this will be mine. And like the but the we, what I really like is like you just own a bunch of JPEGs in a mm-hmm. garage and then you're like, Oh wait, owning the ships is slightly better than JPEGs, but not by much. Yeah. But at least they're Useable, yeah, uh, in some sense. Um, so, yeah, Star Citizen is, on paper, the like, oh, this is what Eve should be, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone running to its defense, like, it's the best game ever that doesn't exist. It will be the best game ever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're taking their time isn't a terrible thing, but the fact of that, course. That, they've, that they've had waves of this sort of, this is the new type of product that you... They need that you need to buy so that we can continue making this mm. game, which I can see you can get trapped into this. Like, oh, I'm already, like some, some cost fallacy, I'm already 5,000 in the hole for this. There's, they're in trouble. If they do nothing and collapse, I'm just 5,000 in the hole. So I guess I'm going to spend another 5,000 buying property so that they won't die.
1: What is it too much as well? You know, they've got a massive backlog of things that they need to create assets for. Yeah. And then to suddenly introduce a new system, which they then need to build and create assets for, when they haven't got the money to, to build finish the other what things. they've already
0: sold, that's, that's worrying. Yeah. I mean, I think someone online called it a Ponzi scheme, but that can't be true because a Ponzi scheme pays out to the early investors on the backs of the later investors. Mm. And this is just taking money from people in different ways every six months. <laughs> it's not a Ponzi scheme, it's just a scam. Well, like I mean, I, by that I mean
1: for the developer, if there were like three people that threw their money into it, they're yep. the ones taking money
0: <laughs> from all of these other people. No, well, so <laughs> a Ponzi scheme means that as as more layers get added, the early layers get paid yeah, off. Yeah. And so, it can't be a Ponzi scheme because it's still just that first layer of three developers, as you put yeah, it, true. Uh, getting yeah, the yeah, money. Yeah. Um, so, Stardust um I mean, I've, I've, I've been tempted to look at it um mm. because it, i mean parts of it look really polished it has quite a vibrant community but in the end of the day it, there's nothing substantive behind it and they keep doing things like this where it's like i don't think you have enough money to do anything and also this like if you're that close to collapse why would i ever spend yeah. a dime yeah, on yeah, you completely yeah completely um it's, it's no second life where you could clearly buy some land and, 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 and be okay with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some games just give you land. Like, I remember Final Fantasy XI. Yeah,
0: had a house. Oh, a mock didn't house, be, yeah, but he didn't have land. It was a magic it, special place. Final was. Fantasy XIV introduced. Um, um, player neighborhoods and you had to spend money like on your gi- your guild bought a spot mm. and the spots nearer to like the zone entrance cost a little more and there were like smaller sort of space like footprint spots and bigger footprint spots and the added the stuff at the end but they were very cognizant to be like adding to the zone so yeah, yeah. adding like legit travel time from wherever you zoned in mm-hmm. to the spot and I thought that was a good way of acknowledging certain things uh, and then uh, I read a few articles about like people who, on some of the shit servers, just went out when when there was no one on the server, bought a fuck ton of prime real estate so they could have their own little paradise. And then as more people like got pushed to the new servers because of populations, those people were furious. These people had the space. Mm-hmm. And their response was, I came here first. Yeah. I yeah. bought this shit for pennies when it was pennies. That's not my problem. Me, like, there was a couple, literally a couple who had bought, like, a big chunk of a server's space so they could have a little place to just be, like, a large spot for them to just have their life together online. And people were furious with them. And they're like, no, we've been here. We've literally role-played together in this little island spot for three years or whatever. And now that now that things are crowded, you think we're assholes? Like, no, we've been here. We put our time mm, in. We put our mm. money in. This is our house. Go fuck off. And I was <laughs> like, I respect you. <laughs> oh, it, does, it, it
1: I know. I raised the question in the in the chat. What happens to your
0: virtual land when you die? I mean, there's a bigger question here, which is um, one I've actually had to deal with, which is like, fuck the virtual land. If I croak today, I have a 1,300-plus Steam library. Mm. I own 1,300 games, but it's not clear that I can give them to anyone, yeah. given yeah. the terms of service, mm-hmm. um, and that seems weird. Uh, so when, when my buddy Adam passed, um, I had to deal with all the computer shit, so mm-hmm. I have access to his Steam account, mm-hmm. and I've just sat on it because uh, his son's young well, now he's like 14, so probably actually now is a good time for me to pass on the credentials. Yeah. If you want to play any of these games that your dad really enjoyed, mm-hmm. this is yours. But I held on to him because he was quite young at the time. Um, but I have no idea what the like legal logistics right. are. I just and have the username and password. Exactly.
1: And all you were doing is passing on a... a a username associated with an email account which is now not defunct as such
0: no i think it might be the family tried to shut down a lot of things so yeah. so no no know, so i d- actually no i definitely that, i so. redirected the, re- mm. the mm. recovery um and the main account to my email address yeah, because yeah. i knew i knew his son played games and i thought i can't give this to royce right away so i'm yeah. going to hold on to it yeah. so i've because I have access to his email account because I'm doing these other things I've noticed Steam is one of them so I'll tell Steam the new email address is this when uh-huh. I pass it on to Royce I'll give the, I'll just switch it, it to switch Royce's account, account. Yeah. but I don't actually think that's I think it's against the terms of their thing um, I don't know but like well now Steam's been around for 20 odd years they must like, be
1: coming into this mean, um, and,
0: and if their answer is no it's tied to a person i would be I'll, I'll be furious Insane. Yeah, it's the same as any asset. Surely, yeah, it should pass to... Yeah, anyway. anyway. Um, but yeah, that just reminded me when you mm. said, "What mm. happens to this land?" Um, well, what happens to the thing I when, when, I've actually purchased? Yeah, forget land. that. Like, what happens to all of my libraries? Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah very much. Uh, let's finish there. Yeah, sounds good. Beers. Yeah, we had a few. We have had a. We have had a few. Um, I'm not
1: sure which of my
0: favorite is. I. So, given that I'm meh on sours, Mm -hmm. I did not mind this sour. Um, My biggest complaint is there wasn't quite enough beer for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was a really enjoyable drink, but uh, at the end of the day... uh, So, like, I think kettle sours might be a a, a sweet spot for me. Mm. A tart spot, to be fair. Because of the kettle sours I've had in the past few months, I've I've really liked them. Um, This one, I felt like... The tartness and the sweetness were there, and they were a good juxtaposition. Mm. wasn't quite as much beer taste along with it, yeah, um, which I kind of wish there was. Um, The pale ale I found uh, was just a good example of a pale ale. Yeah, nothing super stood out, but it was quality pale ale. And Mm -hmm. guess what? Adil likes him. Some some pale ales. Uh, um, nice. And then the saison was sufficiently non-saison that I'm not sure I would focus on it if I was going to go past beer. I think I might go for the oh, shit the Devil Berry over mm-hmm. it, um, because as soon as I gave up the idea of I'm looking for a beer, this the Devil Berry is more interesting. Yes. While yeah, the Cloud Water was still not a beer, like, so it was kind of yeah. It's it's it kind
1: of toes that juice bomb line almost. Yeah. Trying to push it into a Saison rather than like an IPA. Yeah. Didn't make it too
0: overpowering
1: but that was all you were kind of getting.
0: Yeah, I feel like it... And it wasn't really doing a huge amount. Yeah, I feel like there was the juice extract in there was clear but the rest wasn't and mm. so um if I'm going to go for a juicy beer I'm going to go for a juicy beer. Yeah. yeah. And I think might just be a fault of what we chose today but I'm going to go for the devil berry surprising the kettle mm. sour nice I'm, I'm going to like that oh, I, I agree uh, I, what the I, fuck kind of weak on tanked up is it where we both choose a kettle sour No, man it's weird over a saison and a pale ale I know I know I, mean, I, I think exactly the same as you pale
1: ale was good didn't yep. do anything special the saison kind of didn't really hit yeah I,
0: I guess, think I think it's a miss a, for cloud water I think it's it's Given that they it's advertised as saison, there's just too much juice in it, such that all the saison characteristics were washed out. Yep. yeah. yeah and then much. there wasn't not enough juice for it to mm-hmm. really make a statement. Yeah, yeah.
1: Completely agree. Uh, I think the Devilberry it's very good. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lovely flavour. Yeah. Yes, as you say, it doesn't have those kind of beer characteristics, but it's 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 getting close to providing flavors that you don't really get in beers. Oh, in for sure. Beers. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: as soon as you give up the idea of these are the things, tastes I want, yes. I think it's super satisfying. That's exactly I, what I'm trying I'm to say. So, yeah. so, so normally, uh, I'm a little hesitant on sours. I don't think it's too sour. I think mm-hmm. it does that really well. I think it toes the, if I'm looking for beer and get encounter this, I'm going to be taken aback, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck this. Well, Which I can, feel like some sours do too well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's good. It's yeah. a really good taste. It's a great balance. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the saison was it wasn't, of, bad. It was, it wasn't bad. This wasn't bad. I was just almost, think, it, as, we, as we sort of said as we drink it, it was almost the lambic. Yeah, it, it had those sort of like fruit beer qualities
0: to uh, yeah. it. I just think it didn't commit to. I think it tried to toe a line and, and end up not committing either side. Very much. It, and if the word saison hadn't have appeared we might
1: have a totally different improvement yeah, yeah but yeah. You, you've kind of you've got that thought in your head of what it should be and that's uh, you know Somewhat maybe a little mind. a little bad as well that you kind yeah. of think oh it's a Saison it's going to be like this and it comes along well, and it's something different and we think oh, it's not a Saison yeah well what can you do and it should maybe just be judged on what it's trying to do but um, I think but the I mean, Devilberry stood out more
0: than the other 2 sure. and, and, and as soon as you go to more fruity, uh, sour, more. more, more le- Trying to focus on less beery qualities. Mm-hmm. The Devilberry did it better than the Cloudwater. Regardless yes, it of did. Label. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. completely yeah. agree.
1: Have you had any of these beers, dear listener? Would you like to tell us about them? How would they tell us about them? They probably don't, but if they want to, they can do that in lots of different ways. You go to at up underscore cast. You can go to at gmail.com give us a long form email give us some thoughts that are more than 280 characters
0: <laughs> uh, what if they just wanted to tell us on Facebook
1: you can go to tanktopcast I think it's www.facebook.com slash tanktopcast yeah. or you to Out of Lives on that talk to all of
0: us there. yeah. there's lots of people out of lives that drink beer which is also um, the, the podcast network we live on and the app form mentioned uh, ps Forecast. cast um, yes the PlayStation Forecast, Um, uh, which has just launched this week. Also, um, for all you who may have stumbled upon us on Google Play Podcasts in North America, welcome. Please leave us a review and rating uh, (laughs) and tell your friends um, we are new to that system given that we are primarily UK-based and Mm -hmm. Google Play just doesn't have podcasts here yet. Um, And so I found out that that was the case and try to fix that from the north american standard um you can also write and review us on itunes wherever you are in the world which you should uh, do yeah and um stitcher where we should be appearing on stitcher soon if if you are a stitcher user and had to add us manually we should show up on the the, the listing in I, general
1: I, I believe
0: when we started we were hosted elsewhere yeah
1: I uploaded to Stitcher but I think have, I'm not broken. sure I did it when we
0: changed. hosts yeah. yes but in general um, the why, last we about, yeah. why we care about 60 episodes why we care about ratings and reviews is because we get to reach more people um, um, that broadens the conversation and makes us feel good uh, hey. so please rate and review us and also in general even if you don't have if you're on a podcast reader uh, which doesn't have rating and review um, tell a friend tell a friend yeah tell a friend you like games and or Mm. beer uh, yeah oh a ni- a niche or bit. and also if you have a thing to say specifically to Ben you can reach oh. him at Nova underscore 47 on all of the things Yes, except Steam where he's at Nova 47 who stole my name who stole my name and you can reach me at the OmniArc on all of the things kept twitch in which case put an underscore between the and OmniArc and then look at an empty screen yeah and then look at like I think one Recorded backlog stream because I, I did stream a bit last year but didn't actually have it archived. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, so uh, we have been tanked up for one more week. Bye. Ciao.
1: Nice. Good. Yeah, stop,
0: stop <laughs> I'm my best to uh, Marlon Brando. I'm a little annoyed at it.